Welcome to Tales from Long Ago, a podcast brought to you by tutusandfairytales.com, bringing wonder into your home through stories and crafts. Today we're returning to the Brothers Grimm and reading the story of Snow White and Rose Red. There was once a poor widow who lived in a lonely cottage. In front of the cottage was a garden wherein stood two rose trees, one of which bore white and the other red roses. She had two children who were like the rose trees, and one who was called Snow White and the other Rose Red. They were as good as happy, as busy and cheerful as ever two children in the world were. Only Snow White was more quiet and gentle than Rose Red. Rose Red liked better to run about in the meadow and fields, seeking flowers and catching butterflies. But Snow White sat at home with her mother and helped her with her housework or read to her when there was nothing to do. The two children were so fond of each other that they always held each other by the hand when they went out together. And when Snow White said, We will not leave each other, Rose Red answered, Never so long as we live. And their mother would add, What one has she must share with the other. They often ran about the forest alone and gathered red berries, and no beasts did them any harm but came close to them trustfully. The little hare would eat a cabbage leaf out of their hands, the deer grazed by their side, the stag leapt merrily by them, and the birds sat still upon the boughs and sang whatever they knew. No trouble found them. If they stayed too late in the forest, and night came, they laid themselves down near one another upon the moss, and slept until morning came, and their mother knew this and had no distress on their account. Once when they had spent the night in the woods, and the dawn had wakened them, they saw a beautiful child in a shining white dress sitting near their bed. He got up and looked quite kindly at them, but said nothing and went away into the forest. And when they looked around they found that they had been sleeping quite close to a pit, and would certainly have fallen into it in the darkness if they had gone only a few paces further. And their mother told them that it must have been the angel who watches over good children. Snow White and Rose Red kept their mother's little cottage so neat that it was a pleasure to look inside it. In the summer, Rose Red took care of the house and every morning laid a wreath of flowers by her mother's bed before she awoke, in which was a rose from each tree. In the winter, Snow White lit the fire and hung the kettle on the hob. The kettle was of copper and shone like gold, so brightly was it polished. In the evening, when the snowflakes fell, the mother said, Go, Snow White, and bolt the door. And then they both sat round the hearth, and the mother took her spectacles and read aloud out of a large book. And the two girls listened as they sat and span. And close by them lay a lamb upon the door, and behind them, upon a perch, sat a white dove with its head hidden beneath its wings. One evening, as they were thus sitting comfortably together, someone knocked at the door as if he wished to be let in. The mother said, Quick, Rose Red, open the door. It must be a traveler who is seeking shelter. Rose Red went and pushed back the bolt, thinking that it was a poor man. But it was not. It was a bear that stretched his broad black head within the door. Rose Red screamed and sprang back. The lamb bleated, the doe fluttered, and Snow White hid herself behind her mother's bed. But the bear began to speak and said, Well, do not be afraid. I will do you no harm. I am half frozen and only want to warm myself a little beside you. Poor bear, said the mother. 
Lie down by the fire, only take care that you do not burn your coat. Then she cried, Snow White, Rose Red, come out. The bear will do you no harm. He means well. So they both came out, and the lamb and dove came nearer, and were not afraid of him. The bear said, Here, children, knock the snow out of my coat a little. So they brought the broom and swept the bear's hide clean, and he stretched himself by the fire and growled contentedly and comfortably. It was not long before they grew quite at home and played with their clumsy guest. They tugged his hair with their hands and put their feet upon his back and rolled him about, or they took a hazel switch and beat him, and when he growled they laughed. But the bear took it all in good fun. Only when they were too rough he called out, Children, children, let me live! Snowy white, rosy red, will you beat your lover dead? When it was bedtime, and the others went to bed, the mother said to the bear, You can lie there by the hearth, and then you will be safe from the cold and the bad weather. As soon as the day dawned, the two children let him out, and he trotted across the snow into the forest. From then on, the bear came every evening at the same time, laid himself down by the hearth, and let the children amuse themselves with him as much as they liked. And they got so used to him that the doors were never fastened until their black friend had arrived. When spring had come, and all outside was green, the bear said one morning to Snow White, Now I must go away, and cannot come back for the whole summer. Where are you going then, dear bear? asked Snow White. I must go into the forest and guard my treasures from the wicked dwarfs. In the winter, when the earth is frozen hard, they are obliged to stay below and cannot work their way through. But now, when the sun has thawed and warmed the earth, they break through it and come out to pry and steal, and what once gets into their hands and in their caves does not easily see daylight again. Snow White was sad that he was going away, and as she unbolted the door for him, and the bear was hurrying out, he caught against the bolt and a piece of his hairy coat was torn off, and it seemed to Snow White as if she had seen gold shining through it, but she was not sure about it. The bear ran away quickly and was soon out of sight behind the trees. And that's where we're going to stop this half of the story, but we'll pick it up again next week. We believe there's nothing more important than family, and we know that shared experiences are one of the best ways for families to connect. So we invite you to enjoy these and other stories together. We'd also appreciate a five-star rating wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Tales from Long Ago podcast brought to you by Eric and Marilee McDonald at tutusandfairytales.com. Thanks again for listening, and we hope you'll be back again for another story soon.